Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, amigas, and welcome back to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Today, we have a beautiful friend. Her name is Ana Sauceda. And who is Ana Sauceda? Ana Sauceda's career spans over three decades performing in very diverse roles. For six years, she taught preschool, kindergarten, and first grade. She was then sought out by the Wayne Gart East LA YMCA to develop childcare programs, which led her to being selected as the first Latina in California to become an executive of a YMCA. That is pretty, pretty amazing. After 10 years of, of service at the YMCA, she was then recruited by Telacu to become vice president of the Telacu Foundation. Her expertise in fundraising and program management propelled the foundation to new heights for the next five years. In 2005, Anna and her husband, Daryl, made the decision to open their own construction company, ACS Group, better known as Associated Construction Services Group. And they are still operating today as partners in this amazing, beautiful construction company. Obviously, they're married. Um, they, they have a family of five adult children and 10 grandchildren. Anna and Dara are living a full life, that's for sure. Anna stays grounded and true to herself by always acknowledging that it is only by God's grace that she has been given so many valuable opportunities to do her best in life and in business, always allowing her blessings to shine through her, her good works. Without further ado, this is Ana Sauceda. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to a Handle Your Shit podcast, OMG. I'm excited for today's guest, my beautiful, lovely, amazing amiga. Her name is Ana Sauceda. And what makes Ana so special is because amigas out there, you will understand what it takes to become a president of a corporation that is multi-million dollar. 
in a field that is dominated by men. Okay, amigas? She is the president of Associated Construction Services. But before she became the president, what I love to do is dig in deep about how she became to who she is right now. Who is Ana Salceda? So, Ana, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here at Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I'm so honored to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. I'm honored to be here. Oh, the all the honor is mine. So, Anna, like I was saying, oh my God, Anna, where did you grow up? Because I know it's like you're you're. I know that you're Angelina, but you know, let's let's dig deep, like your family background, because it's super important to understand your roots. Okay, that we can like really dig in and find out exactly what made you such a badass. So I was born and raised in the beautiful city of Los Angeles, um, lived for many years in a beautifully rooted neighborhood. It was called Metro, which was the Hills, uh, University Hills. Um, for many, many years, um, we lived there and it was a beautiful place to bring families up because all of the families, it was the kind of neighborhood where everybody took care of everybody's children. We all went to the local schools and um, our life was really good. It was really good. And my parents were hardworking people and uh, my neighbors were my extended family. So um, I had a really great upbringing, um, very rooted in the Catholic church. And so it was very much a part of my life and the life of my family. So um, again, you know, welcome the fact that um, this is an afternoon where you're really going to help me put myself in check again. Like, what is it about you, Anna, that allows you to wake up every day and be so grateful for who you are and what God wants you to continue to do in your life? So thank you, Jackie, for this opportunity. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Music to my ears, because I am Catholic, too. And, and I know a lot of listeners out there, some of them are Catholic, some are not. This is not about that. But it's just about the joy and love of, of having, you know, the spirit guidance that yes. that other other source right to guide yes. us to the direction that we are destined to be mm -hmm. so oh that's so beautiful that's lovely my love so you're growing up in this neighborhood you have these parents are these parents they're immigrants from what country no they're they were all also born and raised in los angeles oh beautiful yes oh, yes nice. hard working you know, and still yet very humble people, you know, what they wanted to instill in their children, of, of course, was the love for God, love for family, and uh, just wanted us to really appreciate the fact that whatever we're given, we work for, and um, you do for others at the same time. You, you know, the greatest gift my mother gave me, and it's a big, big part of who I am, it's the gift of service. I've always been one of service, and, and it's my gift. People think, you know, and, and yet sometimes I go crazy because I'm always doing many things. And yet that's what's so fulfilling to me, you know, and um, I I hope that everybody has that opportunity to understand how important, important it is that there is a part in everyone's life that will not be fulfilled unless they understand what a gift it is to be of service in some way or another in this world. Oh my goodness. Yes, to be of service. And I think as someone so amazing and powerful and unique in their craft. Yes. Like who you are, right? Yes. So 
you are of service. And I know at some point you decided to get, um, reach higher education, right? Am I, am yes. I correct in that? I, I initially, I initially graduated from a Catholic school, Sacred Heart High School in Lincoln Heights, went on to East LA College, um, where, um, I just thought this was something everybody should do, still not knowing what I wanted to do. Uh, again, um, knowing that I just wanted to do more than just a job. You know, I always wanted to be involved. I always wanted to be a part of the bigger picture. And so in doing that, I, um, continued my education for early de- childhood development. I worked in many of the, um, the preschools in East LA and loved it. It was such a huge movement where, um, as a young teacher, I was really the connection to the the nanas that used to always take care of their children. You know, it was the generation where it was unheard of for Latina women to put their children in preschools uh, because it was just a generation of our mothers going on to care for our children because we were probably the first ones in the workforce and yet still feeling guilty that we needed to work um, and yet needed childcare. You know, it wasn't one child, it was two or three. And so I, I love the fact that, again, I was part of the early childhood de- uh, development years uh, so much that uh, I did it for about five years when I was recognized by the YMCA. They were a huge entity in the city of LA that took on the Latchkey program. It was a huge funded program, federal program, that was going to allow women to be back to work but not leave their children home alone because there was no child care for them. So we took this program, and again, because I was Latina, I had to try and figure it out how to make it work in a predominantly Latino community, which was Boyle Heights, East LA, uh, you know, the city of LA. And so um, it was a very important time to collaborate with all the different nonprofits, you know, in that area. As I was helping and I was learning, we were educating each other. And so it kind of just naturally fell into place that from East LA College, I went to Cal State LA, finished my child development years and, 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 you know, taught for a while and uh, still wanted to do more, wanted to do more. And sometimes, you know, when you're so rooted in the community and with other community leaders, one woman years ago told me and saw something in me that I had not yet even saw in myself. And that was that, you know, maybe at the Y, the YMCA, I was impacting, you know, hundreds of children. But as you grow in other programs, you can impact thousands of children and their families. So, um, very important time in my life, not ever realizing how God was using me because I was so unsure. I was that young Latino woman that I could turn to the left or turn to the right. And there were not so many women who were um, in this position of working um, and growing. If they were working, it was a job, but I was really coming into my own to grow professionally. And that was a big challenge to young Latino women because we're married Men didn't always know, you know, culturally they love us, but empowerment was a big thing for them. We were growing very strong. We wanted to do more. And, you know, it took us away from, you know, a lot of cultural um, indifferences and values we were grown up with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can imagine. I mean, you're, the, you're a professional woman. You've been teaching. You're in YMCA. You're, you're educating these kids. I mean, this is like, 
Mm-hmm. This is huge. YMCA is huge, has impacted many communities, right? Yes. yes. And and so, you know, there's there's like the the sacrifices that you make, like, okay, I'm gonna be working, but I'm leaving my kid behind. Mm-hmm. Right. But the beauty of this is that you, Anna, you knew that, but you wanted to make such a huge impact. And that's why you continue to uh you up leveled to a certain position at the YMCA, right? Yes, I actually became the second woman in the country to become the executive director of the Wine Garden East Los Angeles YMCA. And um, it was a time of affirmative action. And so it was a program that was created um, out of a call to action. But at the same time, you know, when you were, we were in that, you know, Chicano movement, we were in, you know, just understanding what it really was. They really thought we were going to fail. And much to their surprise, you know, if it didn't kill us, we did survive, but it was not easy. You know, I was put in a position where there was 27 men and me and um, always, always had this drive in me that um, not so much that I knew I could do it, Jackie, but that I knew that I had to do it. And more importantly, because I was going to prove these men wrong, that it wasn't about being a woman. It was about when I would walk into that boardroom before I did, not only would I pray, but I'm saying, I'm not just a woman, I'm a human being with a voice. I had something to give. And so it was a really trying time. And the women that mentored me were much older. And it was at the risk that they grew, they, they, um, advanced professionally cost them their marriage maybe they never got married and so I wanted to be married I wanted to stay married and I didn't have a lot of ways to answer how I was going to um, deal with everything because it really everybody used to say you know there's balance but there really isn't a balance you know somebody loses you know and I wanted to make sure that I had a way that I could um, exist in this world because I knew I was really born for greater things. You know, I didn't know what it was, but, you know, when you have that instilled in you, it, it wasn't about Anna. It was about the work I needed to do. And so the YMCA was a bit, it was such a pivotal time in my life to grow as a leader because I was really put in a position uh, pretty much to fail. You know, they were, they were, they were kind of, um, testing the waters. What are we going to do with these women? What are we going to do with these Latina women? You know, and, and so I was up for the challenge and I was there for 10 years and, um, you know, was challenged every step of the way. And I welcomed the challenge because like they said, what, what didn't kill me made me stronger. And I just, I realized it wasn't just me. It was the other women that I was taking with me. It was, it was the preschool we had there where I needed to enroll 60 young children and take them away literally from their nanas to understand there was an enhanced way that we could socialize our small children. And, um, I realized that I needed to earn the trust of all the, the nanas and the, and the, and the aunts and the, the, everybody who was babysitting these children, especially their mothers and their fathers. And we were very successful. It was a big growing time in East LA when I was put in this position and I loved every minute of it. I did. There was no good time for me to leave the YMCA. It was just the next step that again, you know, many times when you're so good at what you do, you want to keep doing it. And yet it's time to, to even just grow bigger. And so I went on to two bigger things. You know, I went, went on to join the uh, Teleco Education Foundation. So I don't know if you have any more questions. I'm kind of rambling on. No, I, I love it. No, 
please, please, please don't stop because it's, I'm, I'm excited to hear all this stuff because I'm thinking, oh my God, I can imagine the whole Chicano movement and just being, this is like circa, you know, eighties and, and just like really, you know, um, coming to being a businesswoman. You're so right. And, and, you know, it, it all played out because as I tell my story, um, the most important part is during these years, I remarried and I married a man, my husband, Daryl, we're married now 30, 31 years. We brought two families together and believe me, Jackie, my mother was the first one to say, you're committing to a man and to raise his children. You had, you know, she didn't want me to take on a bigger role and I had to go against just her ideals because um, family to many of our mothers is first. And to me, it, it, it also was, but it was that in addition to my greater purpose. And so um, I had to really, really make sure that I was going to, like you said, kick ass, whatever I was going to do. I just couldn't do it good. I had to just really get in there and uh, be extraordinary in what I did. And I made a lot of mistakes, especially bringing families together. And I realized that this is a man that I'm going to love for the rest of my life. And so I realized that I had to bring him into my world. He was a contractor and I was so involved in the Y. I loved what the YMCA did. And uh, he then became a big part of the YMCA. You know, he came into my world and did many things for the YMCA. He was extraordinary. You know, we had a beautiful brand new facility, which still exists in, in East LA. And at that time, um, they didn't do a whole lot of studies on occupancy and energy efficiency. And as a contractor, he got, got in there and he helped me work a lot of the energy efficient programs. He helped me understand what, you know, maximizing occupancy and, and making sure that, um, you know, we did a cost effective study and it was just really great to see the way the two of us worked together, but we still came from two different worlds. So, um, you know, our journey continued and, and I went on to Teleco Education Foundation. I don't know if you know of that nonprofit, Jackie. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar with it. I, I when I attended USC, um, I know a lot of my girlfriends received scholarships from Telacu. And um, I believe that um uh, is it uh, Dr. Zapanta was yes. a major head at, at Telacu. I, from my recollection. You know, he passed away last year. Yes, I heard he did. Yes, yes, he did. He did. He was phenomenal. But, you know, it again, it was just another um, uh, step in my journey of being of service and being of community and still supporting my husband in the construction field, growing a family. And um, when you look back, you know, you, I, I, I was really many a times feeling so guilty as many mothers do because any nonprofit, any business, any, any, anything like this is just so uh, consuming of all of, you know, um, all of you, you know, because when you're passionate about something, you're giving it all. And uh, a couple of things I wanted my children to feel that what was in our blood and in our heart was going to run through them. And it was not always so, you know, just what about us, mom? And, you know, they're on the bus for camping and they're campaigning. And, you know, now as they're older, they think about it, but you're, you're trying to do it all. And I certainly tried to do it all and it doesn't always make it right. But what is right is that we as women do our best to try and figure it out. Cause we still don't know, Jackie, we still, no one really has, you know, 
the real key to success. You know, I think it's a little different from for everybody. And um, a year ago, I I just completed uh, Dr. Yasmin Davis um, uh, Academy of Business, and when I wrote this, read the book True North, it really speaks to your heart. And it really speaks to who I am as a person because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this book is talking about me because sometimes I'm in the midst of so many established, phenomenal Latino women, doctors and, you know, just high level professionals. And I'm like, what am I doing here? And I've learned to say, I need to be here. I'm here because I am included in this, you know, and I bring my own wealth. And, you know, we would reach, read each other's um, scenarios or stories. And I always wanted, thought I wanted to step it up. I'm like, okay, well, let me think how I can really make myself look better. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me, Jackie. It's my journey. And God's not finished with me yet, you know? And so, um, I love, I love the fact that he is so good about keeping me so humble that, you know, he gives me everything and more. And yet, you know, there is so much work to do. And so after my husband and I were both at Telecu and did much of the important work at the Education Foundation and in their development department, um, we decided, you know, eight years later, we were going to open up our own company. And, um, I really struggled then because I was a person of service. I was a person of community. I was entrenched and always making something out of nothing. And that's a great way to be, you know, because it really doesn't mean much unless you, you're there because there's always something beautiful that's going to rise from, you know, the purest of, of, of gifts, you know. And so it was just an interesting time, but when we, um, I thought this is his turn. He supported me so much with Telecu. He supported me so much with, you know, the YMCA, but I was stifled for the first couple of years being in construction. I'm thinking, who am I going to be? What am I going to do? And, and so, um, I was being that good wife. I was taking the back seat, and you know, for many years he was Daryl Salcida and his husband. And he used to, I used to laugh about it because I thought that's so silly. You're always with me, but when then I became Anna Salcida, Daryl's wife, I was like, okay, this is very humbling because I wanted it that way, and yet you want it, but you don't really know what that means, right? Because I'm thinking, where did I place my value in the job that I was doing? Not so much in the person I need to be, regardless of what I do. And so um, as we built our company, I was able to use a lot of resources that I had um, throughout my life. And we were able to acquire and still have a um, wonderful um, contract with the gas company where it employs over 40 individuals in our company. And um, I've learned too, Jackie, that construction is a lot, not just about building buildings. It's about building community. It's about, you know, enhancing, you know, a lifestyle. It's about building people, you know, and so I love it. I love the fact that I've taken my own concept of construction and I build other ways and I build bridges amongst a lot of our partners. We've built a network. ACS Group Services is really a group of services of contract or teams. And it is our company, but 
it's not good enough to be Daryl and I doing all these wonderful things. There's so many gifted and talented companies and they may not be at the level we're at, but we, we bring them into our circle and we help them get there. Oh, you know? wonderful. I and, like that. Like a mentorship. Yes. A mentorship protege. So we learned it early on when my husband was in the 80 contracting. And so we've come to a place where in our, the offices here, we have, um, I don't know if you know who Willie G Ministry is. He's housed here. We have we house a broker company here and we house now the LA Latino Chamber of Commerce because my husband is the new chair. Yes, and I like that. It just makes such great sense and in October he will be the chair of um, the Workforce Development Commission for the County of LA. So it's just so purposeful that you know, we as a construction company and all the companies we work with were struggling with the same thing since pandemic. It wasn't so much the work, Jackie, because construction tripled its revenue uh, because people stayed home. They decided to build an office space. They decided to build more living space. They decided to, you know, enhance their their homes. And then people who um, own their own companies, they either downsized, they created different environments. You know, we were just really busy. But it, it really spoke to the fact where um, it was a it was a time where all of, all of the companies and, and us including where our workforce diminished. People just didn't want to work, come to work, whether they were sick, um, they took advantage of the benefits. You know, there are a lot of reasons, but we're getting contracts and we're getting calls daily and um, people are struggling with workforce and what that workforce is going to look like now because um, things are not going to be the same. And yet um, we can't diminish the quality of services we provide. We can't diminish or settle for a lesser of a spirit-filled, you know, mind and, you know, just just leadership qualities. You know, you have to be the best you can and you have to strive to say, okay, so it's not going to be like that. We don't know where we're going to get a workforce from. We've tried different things. You know, we're, we're trying to work with the foster care system. We're trying to work with different entities and um, we're trying to figure this out. You know, it's, 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 it's new and uh, people are going to have to get back to work. The benefits are going to wear out and um, we're in this together. Definitely. And you're not the only person that has said this because even in my family, we're in the restaurant business. And um, to get like truck drivers to deliver um, merchandise to the customer, the restaurateur has become incredibly difficult because of the workforce. Yep. As they've been given all these benefits, a lot of them have taken advantage and stayed back and they don't want to work anymore. I know. It's like, oh my God, like what, what are we going to do? I told my father, I said, well, you know what? I think we now need to really invest in AI, artificial intelligence to have these robots. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, I, I feel like we're, tra- we're living in this time zone of like, like, um, what is that? Uh, remember that uh, program back in the 60s, 70s? Um, oh my God, I, it, I'm spacing out, but it was like, like crazy things that that you you wouldn't even think would be real. I feel like that's happening right now. Right. <laughs> Twilight right. Zone. Remember yes. the Twilight, oh, Twilight Zone? Yes, of course. I feel like that's what's happening right now with the workforce, with the pandemic, with everything that is going on. And and you know, you, I'm hearing from you 
it's the struggle of the workforce. And I, and I get that from all these other um, owners of companies and businesses. Yes, 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 yes. So what do we do? You know, it, 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 first of all, we have to appreciate the fact we're in this together, you know, because we're going to solve it together, which means there's many more of us who are not going to just sit down and let it happen. We are going to do something about it. Um, And that is why I am so politically involved with Latina leads. And uh, we have worked really hard um, uh, across the board in the state of California to put Latinas in office. And um, that's not good enough. They need to be able to tell our story because it's different, you know, whether you're Democrat or you're Republican, you know, we want the same things, you know, and we definitely need to understand how important it is when policy is made. It's up to us, you know, to create and to allow them to know what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And um, I've just learned it myself the last five years and, you know, constantly want to be, you know, informed I want to advocate on behalf of it, you know, and business, California is not a business friendly state, as you know. And so it it just pains me. It just breaks my heart that uh, they don't understand how large this um, part of American dream is to be not only a homeowner, but now to be a business owner. You know, where do they not get that? understanding or that concept how important it is to all of us it runs in our blood you know we work so hard for other people and we're smart enough to work for ourselves and work with other people and um the laws are just not made for us it's 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 just really hard but again you know we're we're trying to do something about it and the best thing we can do is just continue to work hard keep our doors open support each other you know and that's why join your chambers get involved you know um with your elected officials you know if you you have a voice you know they definitely want to hear it you know and again it goes back to the fact we all have the right and the the responsibility to vote you know and just to Continue to tell our stories. That's why I applaud you, Jackie, because, you know, not only are you allowing me to tell my story, but I am able to showcase you that you're a woman who just really, you know, supports the opportunity to share. Maybe somebody listening in today had to hear something that I said or something you said um, that will allow them to know they're not alone. You know, there's resources out there. Um, there's more things they can do, you know, and certainly you know, as a small business, um, make sure you know that uh, your dream is 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 not going to be diminished. It is not going to be, you know, it's not going to die on the wayside. You know, we're here to help and whatever I can do, you know, anybody needs my phone number and I'm a very resourceful person. And um, I love the fact that with that comes a lot of responsibility, you know, but um, it's given to me for a purpose. And so if there's anything I could do for anybody listening, I would, I would love to um, offer my service to get them, if we can't help them, to get them to the right resource to do so. Yeah. Oh my God. That is beautiful. Thank you for that. And, and let me tell you, Anna, I think that um, a lot of amigas out there maybe, maybe are lost their jobs or they, they are forced to take a leave because now they have to take care of their kid mm-hmm. and those amigas out there to understand that, that here in this podcast, the reason is, is to up-level you and to show you that there is a way 
Yes. You know, there is a way. And um, what I love to do is I, I always in my show notes, I put down all the resources and I'm glad that you, you um, indicated that you are of resource and that way they can, you know, find you, find you. I love that. I wanted, I wanted to um, go back because you said something that struck a chord with me. And I, and I think it's very relevant to uh, the construction business. You said that when you got um, you you had that opportunity at the YMCA, and um, uh, they really were not um, they didn't think you were going to succeed, and that there was about twenty seven men, and you're the one that's like leading them. And now in the construction wor- world, there's mostly men, and mm-hmm. you're the one leading them. So how is that? I mean, how is it like to work in a field? where it's mostly men, like piercing the glass ceiling. I mean, really, how is it? You know, Jackie, it's, it's interesting you said that because when we started this company um, 11, 12 years ago, I was all good, Latino in business, you know, I'm going to do everything. You know, I told my honey, get out of the way. Let me, you know, let me go after these contracts. Everything's, you know, for women. And um, I was fighting a good fight. And I was wondering, what am I fighting? First of all, you got to recognize this is a man's world. And and I'm smart enough to know that I didn't know that at the beginning, um, play nice. You know, what we learned in kindergarten and preschool to play with everyone and play nice. They don't always have to be your friends, but you need to be nice and respectful. But I've learned that women in construction are so unique and so needed because we think different than men. We think even just about projects, we think so different. And so I stopped fighting the fact that I needed to get to the table because there was a point where I did, you know, I'd always, I was still running lean, like, take me, take me to the meetings. And, you know, then all of a sudden I thought, They'll take me when they see value in me. And then at the same time, I would pray and say, Lord, keep my mouth quiet unless I had something really great to say because it's a value. They're going to remember that, especially when you're the only woman in that room, you know, and I went through it all my life. Back at the YMCA, you know, I wouldn't even get eye contact. There were things that happened. I shouldn't keep saying the YMCA, but there were things throughout my life when I was in male dominant, you know, um, situations, but, um, my mindset was different because I was always in there for the fight. You know what I mean? And yet, as I grew older with experience and wisdom, I realized the fight was only me. My fight now needed to turn into the energy and the, the wisdom that I had to realize that I know how to play the game. I bring value first to myself because I own it. And second of all, I allow them to see that by using that energy I used to fight with to bringing value to sharing, you know, uh, just for instance, you know, uh, we were, we were doing some housings in one of the cities and we met with the architects and the team again, four men and me. And, um, I listened to them and they looked very appealing, but my mind as a woman was thinking when we build homes, we now want open environment. Women are coming home. They need to see their children, you know, doing their homework. That's why that open environment with the kitchen and, you know, children can sit there and talk to their parents. You know, your kitchen is your heart of your home. And so 
there are just different layouts, but I would say, well, there's a space over there. If you open that, it gives them another environment to do that. Or storage is very important to women, right? Not to men, but I'm like, you know, we could. So they would look at me and thinking, she's right. You know, she's right. And I'm thinking, it's not that I'm right. It's just that I'm bringing another level of, you know, um, insight because I'm a woman and because I'm a woman and we, and the men's insight together, we bring value to projects. And so when I went through the entrepreneur class, it's interesting you said that because there were women at all different levels. And I looked at it as it was all different levels of my journey of the fight, Mm -hmm. because in construction, you think you're going to take on this big beast and we're not, we're all going to win if we choose to play nice because again, construction is always going to be a man's world that we're, we as women are definitely able to not compete, but to be in, you know, you don't need to compete for anything. They need us. They need us. And we need to bring that value to show them they need us. Their projects are going to be better because we're in it. Their homes are going to look so much more efficient for families because we're able to be in, involved in it. So, you know, I've learned to you know, put down my weapons at that time and use my brains and just my attitude and willingness to be, again, of service and of goodwill. Just, you know, play the game. I tell the women, play the game. (laughs) Yes, play the game. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, Anna. That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's like a play. Be nice. Be respectful. I mean, it's so simple. But, you know, sometimes we get so angry and we get trapped in our ego. Yes. I have a very beautiful friend. Her name is Deborah Deras, who says like, you know who she is. Oh, your ego, your ego is not your amigo. Right. <laughs> it, actually, it's your enemigo. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that's great. It's true. Right. It's true. It's like, get out of your way. Get out of the way. Yes. You know, you know, switch your mindset, your perspective. You know, flow, I think feminine flow can get the shit done. I like that. You know, it is. I mean, feminine flow, it could be ease, grace. There's no need of this hustling grind and this like meanness and like, no, that's wasted energy. And being in that energy and that vibe, it's only exhausting, can cause stress and anxiety and sometimes depression. Why do we want to go there? Right. Right? Oh, my God. Thank you so much for saying be nice. (laughs) Be respectful. Wow. Beautiful. So, my love, as we're ending this conversation, I always have my my guests um, uh, provide one or two tips on how amigas can handle their shit. Well, I can give you what I do every day is um, I truly get up with a grateful heart and I just surrender and I just, you know, I pray, I pray. I am never embarrassed to share, to say it, but I pray. And, and again, you know, my greatest gift is to just be open to the fact that I am willing to be of service and use me. And I tell him, use me so I can honor you. And so what you see in me is not me. He shines through me. And so I'm like, you know, who must he be that he's so good that he um, just puts me in the most amazing positions. I'm amongst kings and queens so many times and I'm, that's everyone, you know, but 
I don't, I, I see people's value at every level and I love that. And that's not Anna because I'm just a regular person, but he just, he allows me to just be amongst people that sometimes my greatest joy is just giving someone that message of love and respect and just listen, you know, open up, you know, during this last year, so many of us have fallen in so many ways, you know, and um, even my message sometimes is uh, one of love and just like, get up, get up, you know, you have to have that, you know, sense of sternness, love too, where, you know, don't surrender, don't surrender to it because, you know, we fall short of our own, um, our own will to just be used. And sometimes we're so busy worrying about our own shortfalls, our own weaknesses. But if you redirect it to being of service, you just, it just gives you this new light and this new energy to say, I'm going to get it going. I'm going to get it done. You know, and at the end of the day, look what you've done. You've been of service and you've, you've, you've been self-fulfilled. You know, you, you create this light, um, uh, um, you know, your light, a light that we should be so proud to own because could you imagine if each and every one of us did that, you know, what this world would be like? It, it, it's just, it's just truly, truly, truly a blessing to be someone that can give light to someone else oh my god yes 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 oh my goodness so many words you just said you know you get up you're grateful you know you offer service use me as a vessel yes to the greater good oh, that's so beautiful i'm amigas out there this is coming from a beautiful soul but she's a major powerhouse. And imagine if you just woke up with an attitude of being grateful, the moment you wake up, oof, infinite possibilities, infinite possibilities, amigas. Beautiful. Ah, Thank you so much, Anna. I am so appreciative of you taking the time to be here with us and truly honored. Love you. And I know you're going on a beautiful vacation. Yes. I wish you could pack me up and take it. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. Look at I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, Anna, what did you do? I just like getting all, you know, ready to finish payroll and do the things I must do. But I was quick to not look in the mirror. So I apologize for my. No, not at all. But not at all. Thank well, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I, I hope I would. You know, I just love this afternoon chat. It was beautiful. It really just filled me with a new level of joy. So thank you, Jackie. You don't know what you do. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'll take that and put it in my. Absolutely. Continue to do what you do. May God bless you in the work that you do. Oh, love, 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 love. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And believe me, I'm going this weekend with a heart of gratitude and openness. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.